Welcome to episode 8 of the Emerald Gem. We're back at Cafe Racer. My name is Sean from Balcony Bridge. I'm here with JP from Reposado. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you here because I've known you vicariously for a while, like through the scene. You're good friends with Julian, my uh, the singer in my band. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's been going to the... The uh, the open jam at the Sea Monster on Mondays. Word. La Luz. La Luz. What mm-hmm. does that mean? The light. The light. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was checking up on uh, Reposado, and it looks like that you actually have like a whole like ethos behind Reposado and what you're doing as a musician. And I guess I'd just love to hear a little bit about... Um, your mission with Reposado and, and what you hope for it and how it got started. Hmm. There's a lot you just said. You just <laughs> threw, is, you just is, threw a is. lot at me. All right. <laughs> Let's, uh, um, I think you've been doing Reposado for like four years or so, something like that. I've been doing Reposado for eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Damn, far out. But uh, four years have been uh, kind of what most people know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Four years ago before that, it was uh, a three-piece band with Torrin Frost and Joel Rosa, brothers, you know, like just gravity brought us together. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just got here from from Queens or from traveling the country, and and I stumbled upon Seattle. You know, living in New York, you don't really talk about Seattle like yeah that's where I want to go yeah I don't know a lot of people who do I, it's kind of I a mean nowadays it's a little different people yeah. are talking about Seattle but um but then it was just like rain all the time with the clouds Pfft, nah that's all that's all I thought you know yeah so fate brought me here and I met with Torn Frost another random moment epic moment in my life you know cross paths you just it changes everything right yeah he's a rapper and i'm in seattle just trying to figure out what kind of art what kind of artist i am like what what am i doing i was taking photos i was a photographer cool and uh just using photography to to touch other artists you know like just to see feel learn you know yeah get engaged yeah get engaged and and uh being from new york i think my flow was like kind of contagious out here was like they you know people were like yeah like you know like kind of drill pulling me in and like it was a vibe it was cool so i'm like i'm staying out here boom met Torin, random night we're freestyling all night i'm playing my guitar i'm singing and he's freestyling and then we was like yo who is this cat and he's like who is this dude and boom I called my friend in New York, drummer dude. I'm like, Joel, how you living, bro? He's working a job that he was not liking, you know, the same hustle. Yeah. I'm like, bro, come out here, bro. We, we could start something special. And then he's like, I don't know. You know how it is. But he did it. He dropped everything, drove out here. Damn. Slept on my couch for a few, for a few months, and we started a band. And it was called Reposado. And it was like me learning how to play the guitar and sing at the same time. Yeah, it's tough. 
<laughs> and I, then, I still uh, can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then like uh, uh, touring, freestyling, like nonstop. Like he's a filthy off the top, like about whatever's going on, just spit, you know? Yeah. And then Joel just drops like a hip hop funky beat. And that was that. And it was kind of, it wasn't musically like top quality, but yeah. it had a contagious um, soul, you know, energy, vibe. Like people were like really, <coughs> not a lot of people knew about it. So we were like hitting the streets. We'll play on the streets. That's what we do. And that's what I like about your band that I see that you guys are hitting the streets, hitting the parks, hitting the, like, let's play for the people. Like, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just hit it. Like, we don't need a venue. We don't need, we're doing it because we, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, I could ramble. No, so let's good. keep it focused. It. Let's keep yeah. it focused. Reposado today, about four years old. Um, Torin was no longer in the band. Me and Joel weren't getting along. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like we were doing it for so long and kind of we knew we had to do this, separate, but we didn't know how to do that and that leap of faith and like, you know, immature, adolescent kind of like vibes or something like that, whatever it was, we finally split ways and he's thriving in his thing. And I'm thriving in my thing. And the lesson I learned from that is you can't put more food. You can't put the food you want on a plate that's already full. You got to do the dishes. <laughs> and I, I hate doing dishes, but yeah. you got to do the dishes. You got to, or else you can't fill your plate with, the, with what you want, you know? And that was the lesson I learned. So ever since I let him, like we, we went our separate ways, like, I was like, I want, what do I want? You know, I got a, I got a kid. I can't, I can't waste. I don't really feel like it's different now. Like I'm yeah, not definitely. just roaming around. Like I got, I got a home base that, that was always a void in, in my life. So I got fam. I'm yeah. not, I don't, I don't attach that energy with my friends no more. They could get into that. Yeah but I don't put it on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just kind of like keep those lives separate. Yeah, I was always like trying to fill that void in my crew, which made me a strong like communal person. Yeah. Cause like I'm trying to build this thing with people, but it's not fair to some people that they didn't sign up for that or they don't need, they, that's not what they're here for. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's fine. I didn't realize that until I had a family. so. I don't want to waste any time. I want to use my energy wisely. And what do I want? What am I trying to do? What do you want, JP? I wanted, I wanted at that time a big band. Yeah. Like big as in successful or? A big band, like, like horn section. I gotcha. Percussion uh, that can play almost, that can play any style of music that I love, you know? Yeah, I gotcha. So... That's from like reggae to to Baltimore club music to salsa, hip hop, funk, you know, all of I just want to be able to be the jukebox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So um, and I grew up with all those flavors. So it's like I kind of need them. 
Like I'm not just salsa. I'm not just funk. I'm not just, I'm not just any of these. I, I need a flavor from, I need all these flavors at some point, you yeah. know, to fill me up. Absolutely. I relate to that. Um, us balcony bridge, whenever we play, like we jump into all these different genres and when people ask what kind of music we are, it's kind of a tough question to answer because I don't know, are we a rock band? Well, no, because we're playing pop music sometimes too, or we're doing like weird jam band stuff, or we'll play like blues, like straight blues rock. Um, so I totally understand that, like wanting to play all these different kinds of music because it does fulfill you in a different way and satisfies a Word. different part of yourself, you know? Yeah. So what do I want right now? I'm trying I'm trying to find peace. With, peace. With, uh, with myself, uh, with others, you know, like... In Seattle, every city has its has its its beauty and its bullshit. You know, every city. I mean, cities, in my opinion, <clears throat> are bullshit. But yeah, but I thrive in cities, so like I need a city. It's it's kind of counterintuitive. I'm is programmed. It like, is like all the people and like the things that are happening that you really like about cities. I think yes, the connection. Yeah, yeah, connecting is another thing I'm I'm focused on. Is how to how to shave like layers of bullshit the quickest possible yeah you know like what can i do that's my mission mm-hmm. it's like what can i do cuz you know i mean just look at just turn on your phone and you get like bombarded especially right now like with just fucked up shit man like, yeah and i do my best to to um i used to go deep you know and that didn't serve me well i'll shut down what do you mean go deep go deep down that rabbit hole of like man it's fucked up over here it's fucked up over there it's fucked up over here it's fucked up outside it's fucked and then and then the weight of like because i'm i don't like to play the victim yeah so it's like the weight of like i need to do something i was thinking i was going to take my camera and go to like the war or something to like document do something like what can i, I do i'm yeah. desperate for some kind of answer or something to do instead of just sit here and pretend like it's not happening it is tough like how <clears throat> because obviously there's a lot of terrible things happening in gaza right now and it's really hard to cope and just go about our daily lives knowing that right now there's just innocent people dying for no good reason yeah like, and and it is tough to like grapple with because i think what you're saying what most people do myself included is to just kind of avoid you know so it's like you see that that's happening you acknowledge it's going on but then you feel helpless because you're like what can i do about it like there's there's people who have so much power that are in control that are making this shit happen Mm -hmm. so it's like and what can i do like i see people marching in the streets and um i remember the george floyd protests in 2020 but i felt like that didn't do anything you know, and, and I feel like we gather and we protest because we feel like that's what we have in our power. But at the end of the day, there's just like it's money and it's people who are in positions of power who can actually elicit the change. At least that's my current perspective mm-hmm. right now. Um, and I'm like, what? It's hard to not feel helpless. Like, what can we do? How do we stop children from dying needlessly? Um, and it's tough, you know, so so I hear what you're saying. It, it is easy to like fall into that rabbit hole and see the world as like a terrible, awful place. But then you also have to remember that one, be thankful that we are in a, a privileged position to not be experiencing a hell like that and that we have the power to 
do things like play music for people and bring people together and, and share good moments with each other. Cause that is something that we have control over, right? Like we, we have the power to be good to each other Yeah. right now. Every day. And there's, it, it's just, it's tough though, because it's like those terrible things they, they seem out of reach. And it was just MLK day. And like seeing all those quotes from Martin Luther King, you're like, man, that guy was just preaching truth and had so mm -hmm. many great things to say. And it seemed like through somebody like that, there was a path to like get to that place that I think we all want to. Like when I was reading about your vision and mission for Reposado with like the community and, and something about how Reposado represents balance. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I want to believe that music is the way, you know, and it, it can bind people together and be such a good a force for good. Um, but I think to elicit like the change that we want and to have a big, bigger impact on the world, it, it just takes time and patience, you know, and maybe some level of understanding that our efforts to change the world may not look like how we initially set out, you know, like mm -hmm. I hope one day that we live in a world without bombs, but <laughs> that's easier said than done. If you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with, wanting that or wishing that or or putting that energy into you know like yeah the overwhelming thing like yeah that, i think a lot of people deal with that and the easy way out is just to ignore it and yeah i mean you know i gotta get my coffee it's strange and once you get you get once you get your coffee i'm back in this i'm back in the game like now now i gotta go to work or yeah. i gotta get this shit done and then it's like at night oh shit yeah that is happening. All right. See, isn't it strange how it's like we can just be on our phones and on for one second, three seconds, we'll see something like that. And then in a split second, we'll see something different. So that in itself is kind of weird. Or like you're saying, it's like we'll be exposed to this, but then, oh, wait, but now we have responsibilities to go to. Like, I need to go to work now or mm -hmm. I, need, I need to do something else. And then that in a way is avoiding what's happening. But but yeah, it's it's so strange, like just the attention span on on things how how fast it goes over something as crazy and as yeah. as war to something as small as like you're saying just getting a coffee i think we're not being disciplined enough with like technology you know yeah just, it's like we have everything we need without technology that, that like that makes things easier and then easier and easier and I went to Asia recently and, and, you know, there's a different kind of struggle in certain places like that you actually, you can find something like that. Like it's all perspective at the end of the day. That's what I realized. Cause they're going through the same mental challenges cause they have enough technology too. They have more than enough. We have more than them, but they have more than enough. They got their phone. They're going, they're always, you know, people are yeah. always just people, are always just people. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, and, uh, and you know, you go to a certain places and they, they're, like, they don't have doors. They have curtains. They got, they're in the shack, you know what I'm saying? And, right. but the weight is not killing them. And they're actually, spiritually, when I look in their eyes and they share with me, they're above that. They're not playing no victim. They're not, they're not struggling internally. I mean, I'm sure they're struggling. Right. I don't know how much though, because mm -hmm. they didn't put that on me. Like I didn't see that. I didn't feel that. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, there's other places where 
it's way more like if you compare it like with technology and accommodations and whatever, whatever, way more up here and they're being victims. Yeah. You know, I, mean? I think that's a interesting idea that I have is that we create our own trauma or we'll create our own conflict if there isn't any, you know? So like here in the States, we live so comfortably, but then we somehow seek out or create our own um, problems, you know, our own stresses when really if like you can maintain some perspective that we have a very good life, there's no, we shouldn't be struggling as much as we think we are. That makes sense. You know, Yeah, no, we just kind of like create it. The key I think is we create. Yeah. Like we create, I I heard this quote, I'm going to butcher it, but it was like uh, something like life isn't coming at you. You are creating it. Or something like that. Yeah, I think I heard that the other day too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. And I was like, oh, that's, uh, you know, I I live by that, but I like the way they phrased it and everything, you know. And um, we're figuring it out. I I can see that people like the younger generation pros and obviously cons because there's no discipline on on technology and like comfort is is the enemy. I think. Too I, much comfort, yeah, of course, is 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 the problem. Like, because you go to other countries or something like that, and they're way more innovative because they gotta be. Now, if and people, that's how evolution happens, right? You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like you gotta like struggle, mm-hmm. and that's why I think maybe in a theory that I'm having right now is like why people are creating problems because right. they need to evolve somehow. Yeah, they need they they it's in them intuitively to grow through struggle through. Yeah, they need to go through something. Yeah. So like if they don't have nothing to go through, they're going to make it up, you know, and then play that game. And so accommodations, man, is is is. It's a trap. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it is a trap. It's like, uh, oh, I, I had I used to say this quote, suicide by luxury. Ooh, you know, because I like that. Right. Because if you're too comfortable, if everything is provided to a certain extent and you don't have you're not driving for anything, then you kind of decay. So it's like suicide by comfort, suicide by luxury. There's a someone who's I forgot. I was talking with somebody and we went to an extreme where it's like, all right, let's say now you're in God mode, like the ultimate. You don't you create everything. Well, everything. Yeah. You create everything. Nothing is a surprise for you. Um, every you have control over everything. You're always like comfortable. Like you're always you're in, in God control. mode. You're yeah. in God mode, right? Let's just call it that. Um, how boring would that be? That would be Yikes. fucking torture. Yeah. Like just always. It's not. It's like you know. It's like playing a, a child's game. You know mm. what I mean? Like a like a baby's game. Yeah, like if you play you're a video game on easy, game. yeah, just you know, the, then you're just like, this, this isn't fun. Like, yeah, I'm it's not, like, I'm not oh a good time. God, man. I, yeah, so, and then you said something about the music, and I share your beliefs, man. I, I think, I don't know if it's the way, but it's definitely the spark. And it always has been. It always has been one of the sparks. Like, it just needs to follow up with, like, good leaders and, like, you know, unification and I mean, look at 
if not all cultures, nah, because food also. But you, like, yeah. but 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 <laughs> like, but like, but all right, but like most cultures that make it like contagious around the world, yeah, it's because of music. Definitely. Then there's food. Like, yeah. like maybe food first and then music. Dude, or, it's, I, I was saying that on the last time we had a podcast here at Cafe Racer. It's food, dance, and music. Those are like the three things I think that are like core to being human. And we mm, need those, right? Yeah. We need good food. You need to dance, move your body, and you're dancing to music, you know? But you can, I mean, it doesn't have to be like music with all these different things. Like you can just dance to a drum, you know, or a stomp clap, right? So... Mm-hmm. Food, dancing, and music. Those, I think, are the things that we need regularly. What do they do at church? Do they feed you? Sometimes they feed you. But you're definitely dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. Or they yeah. are singing, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Right? So, um, so yeah, I, I, maybe that's what we need. Well, more. after church, you have Sunday dinner. There it is. You know? You know? Th- those, those are like the three things, right? And it's like, I, I think people at our core need other people. We need community. We need to be coming together and you're doing that with Reposado, right? You host the, that Monday jam at Sea Monster. And like, that is for a lot of people, like I know for, I'm going to shout out Julian, like that was his like church, you know, every Monday he knew he could go there and he could play some music and get a release and hang out and talk with people. And I'm sure he's not alone there. I'm sure a lot of other people show up to that Monday jam because Mm -hmm. it's something they look forward to. They get fed, Mm -hmm. you know, in the sense of like spiritually and emotionally. And then I guess the one thing that y'all need is like, y'all need a platter. Like <laughs> Y'all need some food to start serving. I've some been food. working on that. Really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I haven't been yet. But if I'm getting fed in all three ways, dude, dude I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all go to the Sea Thai spot down oh, the across street. the street. Yeah. Nice. That shit is crazy. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, bringing it back, you know how we were talking about going down that rabbit hole and, yeah. and just feeling the darkness. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Hopeless. Well, yeah. I feel like for me, my, 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 my um not system but the way that i deal with it like um the formula that i've started to come up that i'm at that's i think it's a good foundation you start with the people that are closest around you that you see every day whether that be at work and you know work you kind of i would dismiss those people because they're not my people or they like I didn't choose them. I'm just working with them. But, yeah. but you see them, you share with them every day or whatever amount. Right. Pretty much, yeah. Like that's that's that was my mistake. And don't take people for granted. I mean, look at the pandemic. When you don't have people, you go crazy. I went a little nuts. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a lot of processing to do with myself. But so I started with like who's around me. And instead of focusing on things I can't touch, things I'm not there, I can't really, I don't have a solution for that. I don't have the money or whatever, whatever. It just, that weight I cannot carry. So it's um, the pay it forward kind of mentality. You just, you just share a smile with the people. Give them a smile. Even if they're grumpy and they're throwing it at you consciously, know that it's doing something positive. Yeah. Like... And then from there, you just work on your community, like, and then fast forward, like, La Luz is a, a project I've been working on through putting on events, through putting on jams. And then this one, though, was like, I was ready for that, uh, that next level of intention. 
yeah. you know? And it was rough. It's like introducing something new to people that are expecting to do the same thing or expecting to, uh, like, they know it all. Like, you know, like, like especially here in Seattle, you know, people like there's the, the veterans or the there's like a hierarchy kind of. You're talking and about the, the music scene? Music scene or arts. And I just noticed Seattle's kind of like that. Everything has its niche. So there's a scene about everything. There's yeah. just a scene for everything, which is dope. I love that because it creates a community. But then there's this hierarchy and like there's this way to do it. And it's very like in a bubble. Like bubble might be dope, but it is still a bubble. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not like fluid and open and like as as much as like New York or something like that because you see the same people all the time. So like same, like at shows or, or like, what do you mean? Can you like, can uh, you so for example, the, the funk heads, the ones that want to funk it up and like, they love the funk. Yeah. You don't see them at salsa night. I mean, that makes sense. Right. But like, they just never, they never oh, cross. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Or, or like, um, at the jam, for example, um, I'm trying to introduce something new. I have a vision of where I want it to be. And then there's the journey of like, how do, is it even possible? What is this vision? Like I want it. I mean, it's already at my first vision. It's already there. Like it, it is engraved. Like I wanted a place where we play, we, we jam on Latin music, Afrobeat, Funk is okay. You know, funk, I feel like, is the common ground because people out here, they, a lot of people don't know what Afrobeat is. And they hear Latin and they're like, whoa, like, that sounds overwhelming. Like, and I get that. That's, but it just, it's just a different language. It's just like, you know, like, and um, implementing like a, it's about the groove and how sacred holding that for that amount of time is it's not about the solos at all like i actually say like it's not about solos here it's about gatherings when you hold the music and you just so that it so that it it thumps like just for that reason alone it becomes like a a meditative thing you know yeah, like a pulse and then that opens it up for what i feel is the spirit and for things to come to you and not go over there and, and, and practice a song that you wrote or oh, yeah, that's no cool way. too. I mean, I, I'm not taking away from that. There might be a moment for that song's perfect is right now. Right. But yeah, but it's not to like show your chops. It's I'm trying to make music in this community more communal instead of like, I don't care what level of music you're at. Yeah. Obviously you got to come and show respect. Uh, a friend of mine brought his nephew and he doesn't know how to play instruments. I gave him the clave. My man held it down all night. Really? People can't do that. So I like to start people on the clave because that's, I mean, the Cubans had it right. Like they don't let you go to another instrument unless you can play the clave. Because you just got to hold it down and keep it simple. And that takes so much internal discipline yeah. to not change it, to but, hold it, to keep the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not only to keep the time that's hard, that's hard enough, but like to not divert and change who people 
me included like it's a journey and you got and like the the level of respect that i have for that for those sticks and like that's why the album cover no, is the know? Yeah. yeah so like and that journey on on the clave alone changed my life um and i want to bring that element of like traditional what traditional music did like uh like bomba and like in the caribbean like you know like uh i got to access it in puerto rico they still have it thriving yeah and in a lot of other countries it got it got it got cut out it got you know whether they killed the people or they cut the traditions you know what i'm saying whatever but in puerto rico it's still happening and i got to witness it and 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 it struck a chord so like i'm trying to implement those vibes but also with what is actually happening here in seattle with the current times like it's not we're not in those times we're we're here now like yeah. so how to cuz everything keeps moving forward like with technology and everything but like we also need to like use and be aware and treat with respect the ground we stand on the you know the earth and i think the younger generation is definitely more aware of like those things but balance yeah. is where we what we need and that's i'm just there was a void and i felt it and we're constantly trying to fill that void and we did in a way with my vision like the vision i had is it's all pretty much there people are talking about real problems sharing from a real place in the moment so it's like a chant it's like a and people would join in like if you throw like a little catchy chant there everyone starts chanting with you that's cool which is that's the shit that's man. powerful yeah. yeah that's like once you connect on connect like that on music i know you know when you're jamming and yeah. you do something different and somehow this person just did it with you like yeah. and it's like nah <laughs> nah how are we doing that right now you know yeah. it's like so it's like that and that level um it, it's it's powerful and and it, it shouldn't be um i'm kind of like a little like all right it's too much show like everything's a show we yeah. gotta go to a bar to listen to music yeah you gotta you gotta you know and only the traditional like people that are like still pra practicing the traditional stuff is the only place you can do that and even in those circles it can be a little closed off to the world like i want to open that i think it every it's in everyone it should like music music and spirit like yeah it's not it's not a a region it's not a color of skin it's a it's a thing like where we all feel and it just matters how open you are you know that's absolutely yeah. and and i think part of that takes uh strength and vulnerability you know exactly because i noticed like that was some of the things like in your music i hear it too that you preach about like unity you and me unity yeah you know? yeah yeah and it's like it, i think that's the biggest challenge of the human race is for everybody to be united. And I think that's our constant struggle. Right. And part of me feels like it's easier than we think, but for some reason there's like external forces that prevent that from happening. Right. Oh, it's a constant, like, I feel like it's, it's, it's still the money game. Like the, 
you know, control you with money, control you with these outdated programs like that. I feel like in their narrative, whoever they are and, you know, we're playing with yeah. that, but it's starting to backfire on them, too. So that things are starting to change. You feel me? Dude, one thing um, that I noticed that you were talking about, like when I was going through the website and reading about Reposado, um, you're talking about values, right? And yeah. I think that is a big driver in building communities, like just having shared values. And I feel like one of the values that you've been talking about so far is selflessness. And I think like when you're playing the clave and you're just holding it down and just having that discipline and the clave being a teacher and that is like, yeah. when it comes to jamming, when it comes to playing music with people, you need to know how to practice selflessness, mm -hmm. to know like where I sit in the song. It's like, if it's my time to just hold it down, then I'm just going to hold it down and just like be in the pocket or be the glue and, and, and just play my role in this thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then I think that's something that we also need to practice every day is just like, how do we not take people for granted to share a smile, you know, be selfless and, and kind. Um, and it's interesting how I think that music can be a teacher and maybe a facilitator for these lessons and values that we need to learn to bring about that unity, Ooh, you know? Yeah. yeah, man. I brought people like, um, I'm always telling people to, that I know to bring when their family's in town or, or, when I have a friend come in that's not a musician that hasn't seen me since high school or something like that, and that, um, to come like just and share, like be a part of it. And, yeah. and it's not that hard, no matter if you, it's not that hard that we can find something, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, even if you don't have no rhythm at all, like, dude, even me as a player, I don't go to the jam or I've never gone to the jam. Cause sometimes I'm tired cause it's Monday, but it's mostly Monday. because mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to put myself out there. <laughs> like I'm a little bit more introverted it's about chill, it. Right. Bro. And I'm like a little shy and I'm like, Oh, I know I'm going to be the new guy when I show up. And then I'm going to have to like, there's always know. new people, man. Yeah. It, it, it really, it's like, there is like a core group that has formed, but that's like 20%. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and it's, it's happening. And, and when it started, it was, it was kind of an experiment. Like I felt the void, but like I, it was a like one of those overwhelming like weights. Like how the hell can I make this happen? Is it even worth my energy? Like I don't want to. Like I said, I want to be very strategic on yeah. where I put my energy, and um, cause I was like, man, I don't see it. Like where we at right now? And I get frustrated cause I, I was expecting people to be where I'm at when I put years of thought and, and experience into where I'm at. Yeah. And it's not fair to be like, well, you're not here. Like, what's up? Like mm -hmm. there was a sense of impatience that I had Yeah, and dealing with that. Um, but it was an experiment cause there was no rules. It was just a space and I'm this new guy. No, like a lot of people don't know me and, um, and I don't have that, that, um, all right now, like, you know, this and that. Nah, maybe in Reposado, but not like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I expand my wings fully and I'm going to conduct because it's, that's, that's what is expected. But in a space where I'm trying to respect and be a human, but then also accomplish like something, it's a tough balance. Yeah. And a lot of this, a lot Some of friction. people, you know, 
I'm like, hey, I, I noticed you play that, um, you play that every week, you know. Now this is a touch, this is music. Imagine somebody's coming to you, right? And I'm trying to be respectful, uh, but also not baby, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to like get somewhere with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey man, I noticed you play the same riff every week. <laughs> and and that's that's cool, but we're not trying and in the beginning it's like we're I'm not trying to have Neo Soul, you know, jazzy vibes here, uh R and B and stuff like that. Like that's cool, but that's at every jam I go to in Seattle. Every yeah. jam is either rock or the R and B Neo Soul jazzy vibes, like mm-hmm. maybe a little hip hop here and there. And of course funk. And but funk is where we can meet because Afrobeat is very funky. Yeah. You know, so like let's let's keep it there. Um, so I would I would tell these people and you know, certain people like, hey, there was a time where I was like, I don't want any keyboards. Damn. <laughs> you know, that caused a lot of like turbulence. But the keyboard players, keys are so powerful, it's almost like drums. Like, you know, if you just gotta go like this, and it, depending on the volume or whatever, and it takes you just over. Just kind of take over it the sound. It takes over, yeah. and the guitar is very rhythmic. The bass is, is I mean, that that's my favorite instrument at the moment, and it keeps the groove. It works with the drums, like you know, like it keeps yeah. the groove. So it's kind of, and in my opinion, I think bass is the most important part. It could, you know, hey, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but yeah, you know, so uh, I took out the keys and, and, you know, people were upset. Um, I try to explain to most that I, you know, it's like, I even, some people were like, like why? And they'll, they'll want to talk about it. And I was, I was with it and they'll convince me to like, Cause I felt bad. Like I don't, I don't want to take it away from you. Yeah. Like these these moments. Like this is how you. Sh- He's like, one dude was like, that's how I connect. This is that's my instrument. That's how I share. And I was like, I dig that. I digested it, and I was trying to find a solution for it. And a random person, a new person, brought their keys with them. I was like, all right, <laughs> homie was there. I was like, bet. Now watch what happens. I told him before it started. I was like, you, you saw what was going on, right? Now watch what happens. And he's like, no, no, it depends on the key player. I'm like, yeah, 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 sure. But watch, it's going to start with three songs that are like, like, all right, it's in the spirit of things. But then a new keyboard player is going to come and is going to want to start the song. And then, or someone's going to start the song, but then the keyboard player starts it. And then everyone has to adapt to the keyboard player. Yeah. So like, it just wasn't working. Um, and he's like, I, I feel you, man. Like, I see what you're, what you're going for. I want the drums to be the main force. Yeah. Like driver. in most traditional music. Yeah. You know, and when you play the guitar or you play the bass or whatever, you play it like a drum. You, you play the, the rhythm, like, you know? Yeah. And um, that's, that's what's going on over there now. Now we got a keyboard, but it's like this big. <laughs> it's like a small keyboard and i'm telling you it's the perfect solution yeah yeah because it it like i don't know what it is it it, it changed you know instead of having this keyboard yeah. thing 
it just like less changed. is more yeah like i don't know people are approaching it less like a demanding presence and yeah. more of like a supportive presence you know Hell yeah so it seems like at times it could probably be pretty daunting to try to run a jam when there's like 10 people involved and of course you want the jam to go well and be cohesive so people have a good experience but i mean yeah in my experience sometimes jams just kind of fall apart you yeah. know, especially. <laughs> yeah, they have. Uh, there's been many, many nights where I'm like, I don't know, man. Do you have like a, <laughs> like a, like a, a cutoff or something like that? Like uh, where they cue the music in award shows or something <laughs> like that? Or like you have like a big hook and you like pull them off stage? Yeah, there was this one dude where it's like, all right, so people in Seattle are usually very respectful. Like, like they don't want conflict. You know, people don't aren't like. Yeah. You know, so it's like I'll come in and I'll try to say something slit, smooth. Sometimes it just comes off wrong. And then people will be like, what you mean? Nah. And I don't come in with like an authoritative presence. So yeah. they probably don't know that I run it. Gotcha. You know, Maybe so there's some guy. The, like, you know, and then but there was this time where I was like, I was like, hey, man, um, we got to rotate, you know? Yeah. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he just keeps going. Damn. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh. it's like, bro, I, did you hear me? Uh, it's time to get someone. He's like, no, nah, that's my friend singing. That's my friend. And I'm like, I understand that's your friend, but you got to get up, you know? And, yeah. and now it's like, now you now, now I got to get in your face. Cause, yeah. Because I'm not backing down. <laughs> like From I, Queens. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to start any conflict for sure, but like, I got a job to do and I try to listen to my inner, not respond to your whatever, whatever you're going through. Yeah. But stay solid, you know, and not only that, but people are watching, you know, like they want to see what's up, like what's up with this place. And, you know, when you put your foot down every time, I only have to do it like maybe three times where it's like, yeah. You gotta go. I kick somebody out, or Damn. or that dude. I didn't kick out. I wanted to talk to him. He wasn't trying. He, he wasn't in a place was being to like to yeah. like have a conversation. Yeah. But um, but I've had to kick people out. And, Damn. And have you every, ever had someone who was like too drunk? Because it yeah. happens at a bar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Touching, you know. Oh shit! It's like yeah, bro. Yikes. No, you gotta yeah. go. Damn. And we, I like to think we have a spot where you get a you get you get chances you get it's like it's open to the world yeah. it's not you can come and you can't and this and that that's the beautiful thing about that's how it started an experiment see how all these different cats like i love that space because in seattle it's like very this is a black club this is a mexican club this is this is where i don't know like this is white um this is yeah. you know and 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 it's starting to change a little bit but mm -hmm. But uh, at La Luz, it's everything, everything. So it was a great experiment to see how people work together, how they, what they expect and how they move within each other. Because yeah. now you're throwing two different pieces of a puzzle that don't necessarily always fit. Right. You know, and, and there was a lot of conflicts, a lot of expectations that were like, I don't know why you thought that or, you know, and, or maybe I'm expecting this and it's like, nah. So you really see how like at the core, how people 
are because music is very vulnerable. Yep. And in a space where everybody wants to play, it, it start you know conflict started happening like constantly putting out fires in the beginning. As a matter of fact, it started on a stage at the Sea Monster. Yeah. And uh, and that first night was like just chaos. People had a great time. <laughs> okay, cool. But I was like stressed. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Damn. I almost like quit. And, um, but then I felt the void and I'm like, and I felt the weight of how much it would take for me to, I'm weighing like my energy. I'm like, yeah. how much it would take for me to get to that vision that, or that feeling that I want to, I would love to provide a space like what we have now. And, yeah. um, whew, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. So the next day, I mean the next Monday, it was all about saying no. And it was fucking brutal for me. It was just too much. I don't want to ever do that again. Were you I'm glad no I to? did it. Just just like, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. No, don't. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like you're right? toddlers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. And, and people don't like that, you know, because they, they take it like, why are you treating uh, me like a toddler? And yeah. it's like, it's hard, man. How do I, I don't, I'm doing my best, you know, that's it. <laughs> right. I'm doing my best. This is. And I'm willing to sit down and talk to you and you don't have to like me. And, and I would love it if you, if you got something to say and you're here with, with full intention, be here. You don't have to like me. It's mm -hmm. not about me. It's not about like, we need a space like this. Yeah. You know, so it just, it, and, and now it's like at a place where for the most part, it feeds me. Like I, I even left, I left for two months. Right came back and it was and it's great and it's still it's still i got a great team shout out to shane shook and like the the sea monster family like they 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 really opened their doors to me and they took a chance on me like you know i'm this new kid on the block like who who's this guy and and yeah. why would we go through the effort of mondays was closed you know right traditionally it was like closed so we brought it to life and and it's it's um it touches me deeply like when i miss when i think about seattle i think about la luz when i think uh like and then reposado that's where i'm at now like yeah. but don't get it twisted i want to take reposado around the world like, hell yeah i think reposado is music to the people while la luz is Music for the people. Dick and I talked to you about Reposado. Yeah. I saw you guys at Tractor Tavern. That was when Tiffany Wilson was there and Jimmy James. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, I had so much fun at that show. Oh, yeah. Because, wait, holy shit. We actually played a show together, if you remember. Pioneer um, Square. And Pioneer Square. Mm -hmm. Dude, I work there now in that alley. Oh, where? Yeah, they have like a coffee shop and a beer and bottle shop there now. Hell and yeah. I work there. So I like walk through that alley and I'm like, no one has any idea what happened right here. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, I remember seeing you guys there and I'm like, damn, these guys are fucking dope as shit. And I think I remember listening to your music uh, whenever that show was coming up and I got super stoked on it. Um, but it was definitely different to see you a year later at Tractor Tavern like a couple months ago. Um, and I got to say like the way that you direct that big band like every everything was so tight, like on the hits, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got everybody moving and dancing and I think that's one of the most 
even though like we were talking about earlier, like is what we all need. It's also, I think one of the hardest things to get people to do is especially to, like, here to dance, to move in Seattle. Fuck. Man. <laughs> you go to Miami, bro. It's not a problem. You start clapping your hands, bro. They, people is going <laughs> to clap with going. you, jump around. Like I'm telling you, man, it's opposites. Like, so Reposado, um, that was one of our missions at one point. It's like, nah, we got to get Seattle dancing. Yeah. Or at least make them feel bad for not dancing. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is dance music and we here to let, you know, do it. And it just like happened. It feels like overnight. Like, like we play like a, maybe one summer or something like that. It just clicked. And it like a collective consciousness agreed. Maybe it was a video or something that yeah. we showed. I don't know what it is, but ever since then, every show is is a dance show. Hell yeah. There was a point where there was like one or two that just had the courage to be the one or two. What do you mean? To dance. Oh, okay. And gotcha. then others are just like, like they'll stand there and like give you that serious look. Uh-huh. And then after the show, they'll be like, yo, man. That was awesome. You know, like, you know, and I was like, all right, that was a rough to get used to, but it's also like, you learn a lot. You you gain tough skin because now I could go anywhere and they don't got to dance. Even and like I don't need. I also learned to feed off of my band, you yeah. know, and that's that's my key. That's my ticket. I'm good. Once that music starts going, mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm usually pretty shy. Um, if I'm not in like, if I'm not doing reposado, like I I kind of like used to not be so shy, but I think I saved that energy to let it out there yeah you know and like i try to like not be seen it's so weird to run into people at other shows like at your show i'm trying to see your show yeah <laughs> like, i ain't trying to talk to you right now yeah like and and um but but much love though like you know because there's there's both it's like man i appreciate someone reaching out mm -hmm. and trying to connect with me um the timing is shit and also they're like that that pedestal vibe like when someone like puts you in a on a oh on a, they yeah you're they're a celebrity. not treating you like a human yeah you're like something else you're like a, a show for them like you're you're an ex you're an experience an exciting experience yeah. or something like and that i get it that might be natural to them but why can't we just break out of that as a society like we all we all just people you yeah. know and i feel weird being put in that Maybe mm -hmm. I got to learn how to deal with it. I'm learning, but I hope I don't come off like a dick or anything. I'm no, just I think my worry with that is like being somebody who has a public persona is I'm just worried that, yeah, it'll be hard for me to meet people, especially a lover, if they already have some kind of preconceived idea of Ooh, me, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you but know? you trust in your heart, though. Like you're going with your path. Like I yeah. see. I mean, that's what I'm getting from you, you know, like. You're, you're putting your heart and your energy into paths that are actually calling for you to do that. Like, this seems very natural for you, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like you got a great uh, persona for this right here. Like, and you play the guitar great. Like, you know, you- That's fun. You know, you're, you're, in, your, you're in your lanes and then like, I don't think you're gonna have a problem when it comes to the lover. Like you're gonna be <laughs> I. Right. You're gonna be I. Right. Yeah, I think it just takes time, and that's the hard thing. It's a good. It's a good perspective though to like be aware of like how to break that. Yeah. Because they might in the beginning. I mean, of course, they know you more from let's just say from the shows or 
from the shows yeah you know like being and, on stage and shit like that yeah like so that's how they know you more they mm-hmm. spend more time with you like that yeah and and then you just got to figure out a way to like see if how to how to show you know are you married yeah pretty much i got i got a life partner how'd y'all meet bumble really yeah bro congratulations <laughs> bumble success story bumble success talk about a success story man i met her and like the first moment the first date we went on i deleted everything really i was like yep I'm, i wrote it down in a book i was like as i was kind of like longing for something because i was just kind of like it was the the it was it was getting a little too casual things were moving like especially here in Seattle, it's like nobody wants any labels mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I was yeah. kind of over that. But in New York, it was the opposite. It was like, what's your five-year plan? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, people, bro. People are a little bit more business yeah. over there in New York. So, like, I was looking for a medium. I wrote down exactly my values, what I'm looking for in a woman, her values. Like, like just, just broke it down as simple as I could, but as deep as I could get it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. as detailed without overly you know i put a lot of intention into that paper and at the end of that summer there she is and i deleted everything and i knew when i kissed her it was like holy shit this is exactly (laughs) what i want am i ready for this right now because like now it's here and i'm just glad that i I acknowledged that I was ready to acknowledge that if I was any younger or in a different place in my life, it would have just been another thing. Yeah. But I knew the gem that I had. I could feel it. it like it was cosmic, man. It was it was some it was probably the the, the strongest strung that I've ever been rattled with. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I was like, whoa, dude, that's profound. It was. Yeah. You and now, lucky we have a, duck. now we have a kid. Now we have a kid, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I, I count my blessings, man. I, like, it's the, those girls, man. I got a girl, and like, I'm good, you know. Like, yeah, my mind has changed a lot. When Reposado started, it was more like, it was more like, kind of aggressive, but with love, like, right? An aggressive love. Like, I want, I need to get this out, and I need to 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 show. But there was a sense of like. I need you to hear me. There's like this, this behind all of that. It was like, I need you to hear me Yeah. because I want to be acknowledged. And, and I didn't even know that. Right. But not so much anymore. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to tone back actually all this like, ah, and access that when I need it, but yeah. not just, not just go to that because that's what people want to see. Right. I want to, I want to, I want to provide art. I want to provide perspective. I want to refine reposado. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Reposado means also like refine it. it yeah. Age it, you know, like craft it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so in my opinion, I will remain in the barrel aging or like, you know, crafting yeah. until I'm ready to be poured when I'm dead. Like when I'm dead, then, then I'm ready to be poured, you know? So I'm still aging in the barrel. I'm still still learning and growing and i'm willing to take risks maybe not as crazy as before man but we did we did cross-country tours and lived in the van and learned a lot 
uh, me and my family moved into an RV to to get away from those comforts. Yeah. And also have a little more like freedom once you start paying. It's a trap. Like once you start paying for the comforts, you got to maintain the comforts and you don't know how to live without the comforts. Yeah. And it's fucked. Like, so we bought an RV and it was rough. Like we were talking about the cold, how it's like warm up here and cold down there. Yeah. You know, like that shit was rough, man. Like it wasn't, it wasn't glamorous at all, but we had freedom. We had awareness of resources. We were very much aware of how much water you need yeah. and drink and you use it wisely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, how much electricity you, you need and you use and, and uh, your life starts being like a routine to maintain that. Like, because, you know, it's like, it's not just given. It's not a given. It's right. not like you pay the bill and then that's that. Like, it's like, no, it's like, I got to empty my tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go refill on a jug of water. Like, it sounds like surviving or like, it's um, more of that. Or like being in a tribe where it's like every day or chores to yeah, it's more keep of that. the thing going. Yeah, it's more. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then so our pipes busted. It was, man. Whew, and you were, was, you were doing this with your daughter too? Yeah. She so, had the time of her life though. Really? Yeah. yeah That's she, awesome. She had the bunk bed up top and like, she sometimes says I miss the RV and how old is she now? She's five. And so what was that like for her living in Asia for two months? Could you see her like taking in the world and around Not, her? I don't know if it's as profound as like, you know, the way that I'm doing it, but she's doing it in a different I'm learning from the way that she does it, you know, cause gotcha. Being an adult, you gotta you gotta experience, right? To to be and to do it on that level of like wisdom and stuff. Yeah. But being a child also is like a gem of pure something, you know, like energy. Yeah. So she's she's just present and moving and going about the world, which is a huge inspiration because we're fucking jammed full of like bullshit. Yeah. Ideas and Yeah, and like a lot of bullshit yeah. you know it's like this is how you're supposed to think this is how you're doing you know? exactly so she got to see things and move and see how people move differently this is not how it is this is not how it is uh she got to try new things like so i'm sure that like it's gonna stay with her somehow but she wasn't like collecting data you know <laughs> what i mean like like i was like out there trying to just soak it in yeah. as much as i could and uh my new my my i don't really do new year's resolutions but for this year i'm gonna do i'm gonna work on my asian squat oh yeah i I remember like watching a video of like people working in like rice paddy fields i'm like that makes so much sense the squat is real bro like squatting keeping your back straight am i doing that now i need to do that too (laughs) bro i think i've noticed you've had some good posture throughout the night i'm trying like i forget i can see your sunglasses i'm like oh man i'm kind of slouching i start you know i start getting into like my blues mode or like my hip-hop but like yeah no they're they're, the postures out there were like when when i i saw some of the best postures i've ever seen it's that noticeable it's that noticeable and but the squat though that's so healthy i'm talking about 90 year old looking women and men yeah squatting getting work done like just Damn. just no seat just they they and they get up like from the squat like they 
no 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 help just just squat see that's another thing about like bullshit like chairs don't make sense actually they're not good for you like man. when we sit in them and it's like you look at your body and stuff versus like uh, oh my friend she has like this little it's like this yoga box and you sit on the yoga box it's like five or six inches from the ground and i sat on it i'm like this makes way more sense than sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. We're so silly. And you're getting work done. Like you're, you're spreading out, you're opening your hips. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's good I mean? for the muscles. Yeah. Like I'm really much on that. Um, I've injured myself last summer uh, where it was like the most shows I've ever done. And I also started playing tennis with oh, Ron nice. Weinstein. You know, Ron, the the guy yeah. who plays the organ. With Ripple Salad. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't, don't know personally. He, but he don't look it. About. But that dude, that dude can play tennis. He whoops my ass. Damn, like, really? <laughs> I show up to the court. He's doing like pull-ups. Seriously. And like, then he stu- then he goes to the push-ups, and then he whoops my ass in tennis. And I'm like, so I injured myself because I, I I get competitive and like, I love the I love it though. I love it. But yeah, the shows, you know, jumping around and oh, dude, I felt it after the Numo show. Yeah, I was like my lower back, and then look, my shoulders and my neck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, Sean, you really want to be doing this like three, four times a week on tour?" And I'm like, "Well, hell yeah." Well, pay attention to it. But like, yeah, I there's an efficient way to to do it, and I didn't know that, and I was giving it 110 at each show, and like, yeah, and it and it if you don't have that time to recover and and fix you up, like, you got to figure out a new way to do it. You know, yeah. and I'm not trying to. It needs to start with feeding me, like, or else it's not sustainable. Yeah. If I'm just doing it for 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 everyone's entertainment, it's not sustainable for me. I'm not here to entertain people. I've said that a few times at my shows. Like sometimes I get the vibe like people think I'm here to be a dancing puppet, like, and show them a good time because that's who I am. And no, I'm here to say something. Mm-hmm. and connect with y'all and together we're gonna have a conversation with music it's not it might be entertaining but that's not why i'm here yeah. you know and i had to realize all this you know through the through the experiences and all that and there was a time i thought i was gonna quit um and sometimes i feel like yo am i really doing any work because i want to chip away at that heavy thing the yeah. weight of the world like you know i want to chip yeah. away mm-hmm. and if i'm not chipping away then i'm wasting my time i'm being selfish i'm letting my ambitions take the better of me yeah. and i'm not here for that i'm i'm here to to slice off some of that bullshit mm-hmm. and get to a real place where we all can relate like cuz if you get dig deep enough we all relate you know absolutely yeah you know? like down to our core you know yeah i mean pain it's, all, it's all the bullshit you know it's all of like the like people say constructs like how we develop identity you know and what we think the right thing to live your life is things mm-hmm. like that but really what it comes down to it's like yo we are all we're all living crazy lives in the sense that we are even here you know yeah. i was talking to eric on the last episode about that he was talking about just look at how crazy it is the odds that we even exist and that yeah. life is happening that alone should bond us together to appreciate each other and to be kind and and selfless but there's too many external forces from i think a conception of wants and needs versus what actually matters right and that's taking care of yourself making sure people are taking care of themselves that we're healthy you know and Mm -hmm. and that we're being fed in these ways that we're talking about like spiritually emotionally and 
you know, it's all about being nourished and having that community and, and the togetherness. Um, but unfortunately, like we live in a world that gives us these false ideas of what accomplishment is or what we need to gain to have a good life. And at the end of the day, like I can't fault anybody for wanting those things because it can, I guess, provide a good life. Like if you want to get that job promotion over somebody or make a certain amount of money to provide for your family, get that house, like, okay, fine. But sometimes those things can come at the cost of what I choose to believe matters, right? And taking care of yourself and making connections with people and being kind. I got something to say on that. Yeah, go for I saw, it. I saw someone on Instagram the other day one of those good things on Instagram. And um, this uh, this professor or something, he, w- he was saying, he was making a speech and he said that since you touched on kindness and getting that job promotion and doing that thing. So the person who's going for that job promotion and constantly, you know, stepping stones to, to get to that. Primarily he was talking about the people that use people to do that. Right. Or it's like a cruel, way of using people right that's a primal instinct interesting that's not evolution he's saying the people that are kind to what they don't know like can show kindness it's like because because right away when you see something you don't know and don't understand you're either gonna judge it or you're gonna what was the other one or fear it yeah right so already you're like against you know like primarily you're like against and and then you know that fear can build into other things but right he was saying that in order to feel those judgment and the fear or whatever but then cut new pathways in your mind to be able to show kindness yeah that's evolution that's like uh that's the next thing that's that's where we're going ideally hopefully you know what I'm saying? There's hope, yeah. right? Because there's people like like you. You know, like you you you're able to show kindness and 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 hold value, like actually know the value of kindness. Like that that's like that's even next level. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's the beautiful thing about being human is that we can, for lack of a better term, deny those primal instincts yeah. because we have this uh, thing of consciousness. You know that we can think literally like we can just think about these emotions and these feelings that we're having and then we can actively make a decision about those things instead of just having a mostly reactionary response Mm. like part of me does believe that everything is a choice like you always choose your reaction even if it's like true oh i'm immediately mad and i'm yelling right now it's like you will know that you're doing that you know and it's like you do have the power to choose to not do that and process your emotion in a different way Definitely easier said than done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that's one of the beautiful things about being human is that we do have the power to like be aware of those things and actively make a decision to behave in a different way. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's tricky. You know, not not everyone has the tools or the access or the or the opportunities to practice something like that. Like sometimes we do fall into those rabbit holes and the darkness consumes and then we're super irritable or, Mm -hmm. you know, we're just unhappy and and we lose perspective. But then again, I think that all circles back to why music is so great because music is a release for that. 
right? Like when you walk into a Reposado show, it's like you can let all that bullshit at the door, you mm-hmm. know, and you can just come in and look, we're all dancing. Like there's so many different people at your show. There's old people dancing. There's young people dancing. Yeah. It's like, yo, we're all here. You're up there dancing. Black, and that, like, white, helps Spanish, people, like, get Asian. Exactly. Fuck, Latin, everything. Like I love that. I needed that. I'm glad that it manifested that way, you know? Uh, in New York, it's like that. Here, it's a little different. Like, you know, it's like pockets. Yeah. And it's starting to change. I can see it that it's, it's growing and, and evolving. But. And we just kind of figure out, like, how to start. Like uh, Chris Anderson was saying, we got to connect the dots, you know? So it's like these dots, these bubbles are, like, in these little, like, they're separate from each other. And we got to, like, figure out how we bridge them yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a jam on Monday. There was two jams on Monday, um, one by Maya Marie. Yeah. And the other one, I don't know her name, man, but I see every Monday. I got to get her name. But she, uh, Maya Marie was, was talking about it was a dope jam and we had everybody chanting. And it was like the lyrics she, that I remember was like, brother, brothers, give me your power. Give us your power. Sisters, give us your strength. I was like, yes. And we chanting that. <laughs> so when she said, brothers, everyone went, brothers. And it was dope. Hell and then yeah. the other line that I took from that night is, uh, you got to have time to make time. <laughs> and we kept, everybody was That's saying that together. And um, just the point of that night, man, is La Luz, the reason why I, I did a, a traditional ritual with, with um with Baba Ricardo and Joel Rosa and Tamikia. And, um, and he introduced the concept of a loose, like you, you, you almost like, like say it like with, with oomph, like when, when you create a, 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 a sacred space with people for truth to be had and let the spirit, like almost like you put the antenna up yeah. And the, the truth will come to you from your ancestors or from the spirit or whatever or however, it'll come to you and you're going to speak that truth, whether to your comrade, like, you know, your, your friend or or out into the, the space, whatever. But while you're saying that truth, somebody will acknowledge you by saying loose, you know. So I took that because that's the kind of space I want. I, I had in mind where it's like a space where the truth will we will speak on each other's truth and um and learn how to take it how to how to how to share it how to and what is it we can, how can we move forward if we don't know each other's truths you know what i mean like there's a lot of small talk everything's small talk every everything is small talk like we need a space where we can dig a little bit you know like and different people cuz if you're only getting deep with a certain type of person then it's going to lead to the same place. You need different, you need different, you need to change it up. Like, you know, you need to get all kinds of perspectives. Yeah. And um, anyway, I forgot where I was going there, but that jam that on Monday, man, that really fed me. And it showed me that Seattle is ready. It's not even just, it's not Seattle. It's like people are ready. I think we are here. We're here. Like we're, I, I, there was a minute I thought it was impossible. Like, there's no way. But but no, I mean, that's pr- like, I feel fed. You gave me truths. You gave me perspective. You encouraged me to like, yeah, like I felt behind it. You know, I'm not like, I'm not like, 
I don't feel like, yeah, there's a, there's a sense of responsibility over that space, but it's not me. It's not me no more. Like, and that was the point. I want something yeah. bigger than me. It's like, me is just me. Me, I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. If you work on your community, then now you got, now you got more weight. If the community can grow into a nation, forget it. Like what? Like that's unheard of almost. Like yeah. I don't even know of a nation that that operates like that. Like maybe I need to do some research. But yeah, damn. I guess I guess sometimes in history, when nations have been on the same page, it's been about something really bad. <laughs> So it's about time that like a nation gets on the page about something that is inherently good. Yes. You know? Yes. And And not using fear and like violence. Yeah. I think it just comes down to perspective and appreciating the value of being alive and the value of treating yourself well and treating others well. Like it's the same fucking lesson, you know, that we're taught as kids. And for some reason we, we just lose our grip on that. You know, I mean, I do like, I'm a fucking person and I get irritated by people. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't have it in me today to be nice, you know, but sometimes it's always an internal thing, right? It's always like, I need to, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not sleeping enough. I'm not eating or exercising, you know, it's always an internal thing. But I think that's another reason why, like kind of what you were talking about earlier, where you, you need, perspectives from other people it's like this idea that it takes a village word like it takes a you gotta we gotta be able to like lean on each other and you need people to lean on to like bring you back up and to like get you out of your funk and give you perspective um and that's another that's all again ties into this bigger fundamental thing of community you know um so you know i see that you're doing that and i see that as i think artists for some reason artists are always the ones that i feel are trying to drive connect connectivity with each other, you know, like, like you're saying, like, hear me, feel me, like, you know, because you probably feel this too, or you understand it too. And it's like, now we got some common ground, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're all after. But yeah, uh, before we wrap up, I just want to talk about Reposado a little bit because you guys just released a song, right? Word, yeah. Uh, So (laughs) I saw that the other day. Um, And then I was kind of curious because it looks like you guys have vinyl printed. You've been selling vinyl at your shows. Yeah. But that music isn't available online. No, it's not. What's what's the mechanism there? Some people were skeptical still or skeptical, you know, like, what are you doing? You're not doing it the way that you're supposed to do it. But you know what? Once you put it on Spotify, it's not yours no more. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. It's like we. It took me seven years to, to put that together. Yeah. So. It just didn't feel right, and I, it was designed to be a vinyl. Yeah. So we printed three hundred. Nice. And, they're a collector's item because we're not printing that like that again. I mean, we went. We put. We got the best of the best. We got. The just the the aesthetic of it, the feel, the the inside photos, the you know the, the, the drink. It comes with a drink. It does not come with a. Well, drink. it comes with a recipe, the, right? No, no, we, that was at the at the uh, the, the release party. Oh, okay, all right. Like we had a recipe <laughs> that that we we did for it. We're still trying to actually crack down what the tequila funk is. Okay, you know, for that night it was that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then um, right now I'm trying. I'm putting together like a juice. Oh, okay. That I you know, maybe some soda water, fresh juice, yeah. which is like orange, carrot, ginger, turmeric, apple, and um, with some soda water and tequila. 
That's what I'm thinking right now. We'll okay, see. Cool. We'll see. But uh, you know, we made this collector's item. We released it for the people that can get that that want it. You know, bad. Yeah. We still have a few left, um, and we won't be re- repenting that again. This this that's it. And now it just feels like, you know, maybe we should have released the songs a little bit earlier, but. It's not. I'm not in a rush, you know. Like That's I want. Good. I want everything right instead of. Yo, this is how it's supposed to be, and this is what it. Like, no, we're on. We're on our time. If you're with it, by all means, come through, show support, give ideas, share your ideas. I don't. I'm not mad at anyone for telling me like, they think that's wrong. Yeah. You know that I need that. I don't. At the end of the day, it's new for me too. Yeah. You know, but I trust my gut and that's what I'm good at. Like, and I can be a little stubborn sometimes, but I trust my gut. See, that's a skill, you yeah. know, because for me, sometimes I don't know the difference between anxiety and intuition. Like, am I being anxious about something or am I, is this something that I know in my heart or whatever, you know? Um, so that's something that I'm still I know that. To, I know that well. Because sometimes what where I'm at now is when it's anxiety there is worry like uh my blood pressure spikes i get the butterflies and i feel very uncomfortable that's anxiety intuition it's almost like a whisper it's like this thought just kind of like happens Mm. and i'm kind of like oh (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's like this light bulb goes off and it's like there's this calming sense so right now i'm trying to figure out you know that's good man how to like trust what's what because sometimes yeah you might have intuition and it makes you anxious you know like then you become nervous that's about real. that thought that's you real know? i was just gonna say like yeah like I, there's nothing wrong with going with that anxious intuition or just the anxiety and like like i seems like you've you've went through that already and like yeah. realized like no that was anxiety yeah. and you just keep doing it and you're gonna dial it in yes exactly. you're gonna dial it in that's yeah. just that's just human nature like Mm -hmm. so don't be afraid to do (laughs) dude the intuition comes at the funniest moments like i was just like taking a piss (laughs) yo my (laughs) i was like huh (laughs) my space is when i'm taking a shit (laughs) yeah and shower shower's the main one showers something about the shower dude like i do my best singing in the shower my best thoughts in the (laughs) shower you know Um, yeah i mean yeah same i i like come up with i come up with songs man like hell yeah I come up with like profound thoughts. Sometimes it, it's just as simple as like, I wake up in the shower, like I'm, I'm present. Like, okay, now I can go about my day or maybe I'm ending my day, but at least I got a moment of presence. Like, cause yeah, this, especially like coming back to Seattle and like I got so many things open and, and flow, like I needed to get away because it was like I don't know how to turn it off. It's it's just it's just always on. I don't know how to turn it off. I want to be able to spend time with my daughter yeah. without thinking about nothing. And I and yeah. it was tough. It was tough. I would spend time with her, but it's like I'm like, wait, I gotta check real quick. All right, let me da da da. Oh, what what what? Yeah, what? You know what I'm saying? Damn, like like yeah. I don't want to do that. And I'm learning how to organize my time as well. Um, how to let my team help because i'm used to doing everything dude that's yeah that's also me yeah like like, i'm used to doing everything and i and i have like a somewhat of a formula for things yeah but everything needs to be cracked down because i'm not you know when when you're doing everything nothing's really getting done like as if you did one thing 
You know what I mean? So learning how to how to balance that and balance it's just the balance man and and keep it sustainable that's a big word in my vocabulary these days like sustainability like going on tour and overextending myself at each show no 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 it needs to feel right yeah from here first and then and then give what i what i just give from a from a place of like uh genuine it's of not course. like I'm doing this because I'm trying to make it somewhere or this is what they want or, or, or an anxiety. Yeah. No. Like, like you said, it's for yourself. Like you got to fill yourself first. That's yeah. Why you're this doing is, it, you know? this, it started with a personal journey and now it is what it is. And I can totally see how artists, when they get a little bit of limelight, you know, or a lot of limelight, they, they lose themselves. It's like, and they lose their creativity and stuff shit i yeah i can feel that like and i ain't even that popular like so it's a dangerous that. drug you know yeah it's a drug from going to not getting acknowledged to then getting acknowledged like like being able to play the mariners stadium man bro, oh hell yeah that was fun man that's dope i didn't know y'all did that yeah, it was like 45,000 people. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But it taught me a lot. And I don't think, um, I, I think that it showed me that I'm great. Like, because you're in the stadium and people are there to see a sporting event. They're not there to see Reposado. They're, they're there to see a sporting event. And we're playing to the bowl. We're, we're in the bowl. Like, yeah, you know, and there was a moment where the music transcended the masses, like it was. This is happening right now, and and then it ended, and it was like, like right back to, you know, like the sport. You know, yeah. what I'm saying like it was. Um, there was a there was a there was a profound moment where it, it flipped, and uh, so I, I'm taking that to heart. It was just like. I have a gift. I want to share it. I need it to be sustainable. I need to take care of my health, yeah. my body. Yeah. I need to practice. I need to show if I'm going to be on a stage, which I kind of, it, it is overly done. Like it, the stages aren't treated with respect anymore. It's just like, it's a stage. Yeah. And there's that separation. And yeah. It's not treated with respect. So if I'm going to do that, if I'm going to go down that path where I'm going to go on stages, I need to show up with respect, respect to the people who showed up, the respect to myself, respect to the craft, respect, you know, just like, just, you, you, you got to show up proper and don't half-ass it. And um, that's been kind of like where my head's at and it, and it pays off. It like, people can tell the difference, yeah. you know? So it's like quality versus like, you know, the, 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 the knockoff. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, like, yeah. And uh, when you're being real with yourself and then you express yourself, undeniable. Like, nobody can be like, well, he was, like, when somebody says, hey, he, he doesn't feel right, like, real, like, that, that's not, that's a problem, especially in this business where you're an artist and you're, music's supposed to be like a connection and people feel like you're being fake yeah that's a problem you're not gonna get very far mm -hmm. 
if people might not like the way you sing like if they if or some people might not like the way you sing but you might have a lot of fans just because you're connecting with them on a human level where you're like being real and they just needed a sense of something real in this bullshit ass surrounding of all these accommodations and they, they just need yeah. a little, little something that is like reminds them that they're human or yeah, I don't know what like you know yeah. so yeah what we're doing is profound and it, 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 it can be the spark so hopefully hopefully we, we accomplish that mission man I think so. Like I said, I think it just takes time, patience, finding ways to get people involved mm -hmm. and engaged and, and to come out of their shells. You know, this is something I was talking to uh, about with my friend Henry uh, on the podcast. We were just talking about like, we want these things. Like we want people at the shows not to like fulfill some sense of vanity, but to, to have, to make memories and to, uh, to connect with people and to have fun and to let loose, you know, and, and to feel like they are sharing in something. Right. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, uh, I'm loving this common theme is it's all about getting fed, you know, like from this podcast, I feel fed after like talking to people like you, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like, yeah. you guys fill me up and I'm excited and, and then I can carry that on into the world. So I think the same thing goes for whenever we play shows or go to shows, we're getting fed and then we carry that, you know, we're like we take that with us into the world and we need to spread that, you know, it's fucking contagious, you yeah, know, man. and, and, and uh, so we got to do, we got to spread the disease, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the disease that's fucking joy and love and a good time, you know, yeah, because man. it's infectious. And once you get it, then you just, you know, you want it all the time and you want to share it, you know, but like you said, balance is important and uh, sustainability and sustainability is important. Um, but, uh, JP, thank you so much for being here and, and hanging out with me today. Thank you, Max. Thanks, Levi, for Thanks, doing the sound and, and the video. Thank you, Jody, for letting us hang out here at Cafe Racer again. Um, dude, I got to have you back on at some point because I want to keep talking to you and, sure, and keep up. hanging out. Um, but yeah, if y'all don't know, check out Reposado. They got a new song that just dropped and, uh, come out to their shows. That's where you can buy their full length vinyl. Um, follow us on, uh, Instagram, Tequila Funk. Tequila Funk, baby. They're such a good time. Mi gente! <laughs> Creative Warriors, come on. We need y'all. Oh, real quick before they go. Whenever you say un poquito, mm -hmm. a little bit of what? We need a little bit? All I need is a little bit. A little bit. Solamente necesito. So all I need is a little bit. Is a little bit. Un poquito. A little bit of love? Just a little bit. Just a little bit, baby. Yeah, just a little bit. You don't need a lot. Yeah. You just need a little bit. Right? Just you enough. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Thanks, JP. No doubt, bro. I'm glad we did this. Swerve. <laughs>